You've been feeling overwhelmed for the past few weeks now, but last night you really hit a wall. It would be nice to have a little help, but you don't really know how to ask your friends for support, whether it's the fear of imposing in their lives or burdening them, or the self-pride of admitting weaknesses, asking for help, ironically, between friends, can be a real challenge. So today, we're going to talk about the mindsets that get in the way of us asking for the help we need, three things to avoid when you finally do ask your friends for support, and for those on the receiving end, we're going to talk about the right and wrong way to offer support and how to politely decline. So if you're ready to release the burden of bearing it alone, then let's dive into it. This is Friend Forward, the podcast. And if you're having girl problems, we got you. I'm Danielle Byer Jackson, a certified friendship coach, and I am here to help you through it. Last year, someone asked me, which of the following phrases is most difficult for you to say? I love you, I'm sorry, or I need help. And for a while, my response to that question was the phrase, I need help. I mean, even today, it's something that doesn't come naturally to me. And I have to remind myself that it's okay to to communicate my need for support. And it's mostly out of pride and feeling like I'm exposing a weakness by voicing a need for help. And I know my fellow Enneagram 8s can probably relate right now. And I also know that you either just got really excited by an Enneagram reference, or you just rolled your eyes like, oh my god, this stuff again, right? So the coaching sessions I tend to have with clients, they show me that I'm not alone. Asking for help can be a real struggle for women and ironically among our friends. So these are people who have communicated the fact that they are our friends, that they love us and they'd be happy to show up for us. But for some of you, your reason might not be the same as mine. Mine is kind of like a pride thing, right? A, a, a self-sufficiency kind of thing. For my introvert friends, I know that just mustering the energy to ask someone for help is taxing in and of itself. And then the energy to facilitate the whole thing, it's just a lot. Also, introverts tend to not want to be the center of attention. And it can feel like asking for help is you centering yourself, which feels uncomfortable. For my people pleaser friends, I know that the issue is sometimes not wanting to be a burden, not wanting to inconvenience our friends to impose by requesting a bit of support. Heidi Grant is a social psychologist who studies the science of motivation. And in a recent interview, she put it like this. Some of us see asking for help as a lose-lose situation. If they say no, then we got rejected. If they say yes, then we feel guilty about them having to help us. But the thing is, it doesn't have to be this way. Here's a truth that I want you to hold on to instead. If done correctly... Asking for help can be a really good thing and not just for you, right? And having to kind of suffer this burden alone, whatever the thing is that's overwhelming you, but it can be an overall benefit for the friendship. Think about it. How often are we talking about showing up for our friends? But the the thing is, if I don't ever communicate to you that I need support, how will you know to give me support? And if you are thinking right now, well, you know, they should know because they're my friend, I'm going to refer you back to an episode we did last season about three expectations we have of friendship that tend to set us up for disappointment because this was one of them. 
the expectation that I shouldn't have to say what I need. My friends should know. Okay, that's not true. So if you're suffering with something, you're overwhelmed and you need some backup, you've got to let your friends know and find a way to see that that's actually something that could be helpful. In fact, research shows that people who ask for support tend to get it. That same study actually explored whether those who are more inclined to ask are those who just naturally believe in the positive consequences of asking for help. Asking is a good thing. It has the potential to bring us closer. It creates an opportunity for a shared experience, which is one of the key ingredients to building a strong friendship. So it really can be a win-win. You get what you need and I feel good because I got to show up for you. So let's talk about the four components of the art of asking for help so we can make sure we're doing this correctly. The first thing I want you to keep in mind when asking for help is to get specific. Many times we haven't thought through specifically what it is we need. We just know we need somebody to tap in to help us out. But the problem with that, if we haven't thought it through first, is that we're saddling them with a lot more than just helping us with the task. We've also given them the mental labor of having to figure out how to help us. But that's our job when possible. So if I need help with this really big project, it helps for me to pause for a second and think, okay, what aspects of this can I really not do on my own? And then let them know this is the specific part I need help with, okay? I shouldn't be going to them with, I just need help. And now they've got to figure out with me, well, okay, well, what part? Well, what do you need? That's not their job. That's my job, okay? So let's put this in like a um, some context, okay? Let's say I am moving, which is a huge undertaking in and of itself. If I go to my friend and say like, hey, I need help moving, I run the risk of them thinking I need all these grand gestures until they're like, no, I'm out. And they already kind of identify within themselves. This is something I can't do. Or they just feel overwhelmed by the request because they don't know where to start. So it helps to be specific. So I might say something like, hey, you know, I'm moving this weekend and um, I, I, I tried. I'm, I'm looking at all these things I got going on and I really need some help with packing. Is there a way that you can pop over Saturday for like an hour or two and just help me box some stuff up? The reason this is an effective ask is because I specifically told you what I need you to do. I told you the time. I told you that I've tried, but this is the part that I'm, I'm going to need some support with. And I previewed for you how much time it might require so that you can calculate from your own life like, okay, well, Saturday night. Yeah, okay, I can swing that. Okay, so that whole like, well, she's just my friend. She should help. You know, it, we still need to give them the courtesy of, hey, I've thought this through. This is the one little thing that I really need your support with. Can you help? Now, of course, you know, it's on them. They might go above and beyond and be like, say no more. And they ordered you the moving truck and, and they brought wine over and made a whole thing of it. Cool. But it's best to go with them with a specific need. And it's just a strong starting point. Okay. The second component we need to keep in mind when it comes to the art of asking for help is personalization. Why are you going to her with this particular ask? This is where you're thinking, because you're my friend, that's why. <laughs> Just do it. You're my friend. That's why I'm asking you. And for many of us, when we go to somebody for help with something, specifically a friend, our mind already knows why we chose her. Like we kind of did like this natural filtering out of people who can help. And then we went to the people we know are, are qualified and capable. But the thing is, you've got to surface that and articulate it. 
Okay. And this again comes from um, Heidi Grant, who studies motivation. So people are more motivated to do something if we told them why we specifically came to them. So as an example, uh, let's say that you have to figure out a new program for this new job. And you're like, there's no freaking way I can figure this out. It's too complicated. I might go to a friend and say, hey, can you help me understand this new program that I have to do for work? I, I'm asking you because you're like, like a systems person and you know I'm not. I am so not that. So I thought like you are the best person to ask to help on this. Um, would you mind giving me like 30 minutes to, to figure this out? Okay. So again, I'm previewing this specific thing. I'm telling her a time frame, and I'm letting her know this is why you are the person to help with this. It's not manipulative. It's not, you know, selling or anything like that, but it's letting this person know that you are chosen. You are the perfect person for this. And this is something that I've kind of like personalized for you. Another example might be something like, um, Hey, can you look over my new resume before I send it off? We all know that you're the, you're the writer in the group. So there's nobody else I even thought to ask of but you, would you, would you mind that? So I'm more inclined to help if I know that this ask was personalized for me. Hey, I hope you're enjoying this week's episode. I invite you to join our new Discord channel to talk through whatever it is you're feeling about today's content. If you find yourself thinking, ooh, that's so me, or wow, I feel attacked right now, or dang, this is bringing up some memories that I haven't processed yet, come talk to other listeners about it. This Discord channel is specifically for talking about the podcast to process what you're feeling after each episode, and we'd love to have your voice in the mix. So simply send us an email with the subject line, Discord Invite, and then download the Discord app and soon you'll get a link to join the channel and you can start talking to other listeners just like you. Like kind of a little support group. So email our team at hello at betterfemalefriendships.com with the subject line Discord invite and we'll get you all set up. See you over there. The third thing I need you to keep in mind when you're asking your friends for help is to meet their eyes. Here's what I mean. We tend to ask for help in the way that feels most comfortable to us. So like a, a t- quick text message that we send her away so that we don't have to look her in the face because that can be terrifying. And then like if she rejects us, we don't have to have her see our face drop in disappointment, right? It feels safe. But just because talking to her in person feels uncomfortable doesn't mean it won't be the most effective way to do things. So you want to get as close to being in person and in real time as possible when asking for help from your friends. So whether that's like a phone call or um, during a FaceTime chat where you can look them in the eyes, that is ideally, if feasible, how we should be making our requests. Um, I remember putting a post up, I think it was last year on our Instagram, but it was talking about how people are, I think it's either 30 or 34 times more likely to do what you ask them to do if you ask in person. Let me go and find that because I don't like saying things that are not 100% true. It's either 30 or 34 times more likely. Either way, that's a lot, right? When you ask somebody in person and it's less about like, well, how can I ask this to get them to do it, right? And it's more about them being able to see your face, hear your tone, hear your sincerity. And for all those things that we're wired to digest as a part of downloading a message, right? Subtext and micro expressions, things like that, that help us to register this person and what it is they're saying to us, right? The overall message. I also want you to be direct when you're asking. So that whole, you know, asking for help and then watering it down by like, you know, but if you don't have time, I, I, I guess that's fine. And, you know, but if not, that's no big deal. And showing ourselves like kind of squirming because we're so awkward and uncomfortable for asking. No, if at this point you have thought it through specifically, just like we talked about, 
you're asking confidently, you've posed it in a way that's reasonable, and you're remembering this is your friend. This is somebody who would be happy for the opportunity to show up for you. I mean, if not, and this is somebody who you're nervous to ask because you already feel like you're walking on eggshells with them or because they're overall kind of selfish or they're going to make you feel small about it, that's a whole other issue. But there should be some safety here in knowing that this is a friend we're communicating this need with, okay? If not, I want you to take a look at that relationship overall, right? Right now, we're doing the work to kind of counter false mindsets that we hold that get in the way of requesting the support we need. I also don't want you to do that thing of, you know, and I promise I'll pay you back. And again, I got this from um, psychologist Heidi Grant. She says that her research has shown that when you offer a reward up front, it dilutes the message because now you've made it about the reward instead of the act of service itself. So if I say like, hey, if I paid you a hundred bucks, can you help me with this? Or hey, if I, you know, bought some pizzas and covered your lunch, then could you help me with this thing? Because they might think like, well, I don't, I don't need the lunch. I don't need that. So no, I'm making it about that. And also, especially in a friendship, I want to add this, you know, in a friendship, when we do that, it kind of makes it feel transactional. And I'm your friend. Recently, I had a friend who asked me to help her with something for work, to write something for work. And so I did it and it was actually fun and I felt good to be able to show up for her and and to be useful. It felt nice. And immediately afterwards, she said, okay, so um, you want me to go buy us some bottles of wine to say thank you? Or, you know, I know that you do some of this, you know, professionally for work. So, you know, if there's a way that I can pay you for it, let me know. And it kind of, sank my gut for a second of like wait a second no I did that because I love you okay I had no idea she needed that specific piece of help until she asked but I was happy to know a way to show up for her she's done so much for me in my life that I was eager to have the opportunity to do something for her and so if you feel compelled to like well let me let me try to hurry up and make this even right let me balance our accounts um It makes it more of a transaction than just like a a shared experience among friends. Now, when you take an aerial view of your friendship, she's surely going to need your support for something. Like when you look at things from an, an aerial view and you zoom out, it should be a relationship of reciprocity overall. So if you're the one helping her in this season or you are in a season of need yourself, it's okay. Because in this long term overall friendship, we know that things are going to balance out and that's what matters. So I just want to throw that out there. And then finally, if you are asked for help and you don't want to give it for whatever reason, I mean, let me just say, you know, a part of friendship is sometimes you will be inconvenienced by the other person's needs and that's what it is, right? This is what I want you to remember. Always give them something. Now this takes a little practice. If you don't have the capacity or you just, you're not available or for whatever reason you can't do it right now. Let's say a friend asks you to help edit her paper. You might say something like, you know, I don't think I can help with that right now, but I can send you a link to Grammarly, which I know apparently is like an amazing program and it'll probably catch a bunch of stuff that I would catch too. It might even be faster. Okay. So I can't do it, but I'm ending it with still some kind of offer of help. Um, I might say, hey, um, I don't think I can do that right now, but I have a review guide, like an editing guide that helped me survive my writing classes. Um, Maybe that can help. You can totally borrow it. Or um, ah, I can send you a link to follow this girl on Instagram who is so good with that stuff. And I know she's got some like IGTVs or something that could probably help. 
Okay. Now I know for some of you, especially my people pleasers, you just heard that and you're like, no, how can I say no to somebody? I have to say yes. But what makes me nervous about that, especially that mindset, and perhaps we'll do a whole other episode on people pleasing friends, right? Um, is I also don't want you to become resentful or to take on more than you can because you want to please people. So now you're burned out or overwhelmed or you said yes, but the entire time you're doing it, you don't even really have a heart of service because you hate that you have to do it. And you're pissed that you said yes, which is, you know, you would only have yourself to blame for that. Okay. So for those of us who don't want to put ourselves in those corners, it helps to know some kind of healthy alternative. The overarching theme here is just giving her something that doesn't tax your boundaries or doesn't burn you out or, or if it's something, you know, you're not going to be happy to help with. That's your, that's your out. So when it comes to asking for help, giving help, it's something that we don't often talk about, but it's like this invisible person who's in the room with us because it gets in the way of getting the support that we need. And honestly, at the end of the day, isn't that what it's about? It's feeling supported in your relationships, giving help, getting help, and strengthening our friendship along the way. Okay, so if that is such an important component of a strong friendship, then we've got to get it right. So I'm thinking of you as you get this together. If you are um, considering joining our brand new Discord channel, then download the app and you can come there and talk to other women who are processing this episode right now the same as you. And maybe you can share your experiences and help each other out along the way. Um, I'm here rooting for you when it comes to developing better female friendships. (music) 